0: Hey, it's 10.30 at night, and I just wanted to say this. Um, you know, I I have, like, a book where I write jokes and shit on them, but um, I'm going <clears> to <throat> try <clears throat> try not to write too much of, like, journal entries and things like that um, and just try to strictly keep it jokes because I, I've learned i I have like a i have a journal you know I'm like a white belt journalist i do it's it's nothing like how the podcast is. I feel like the podcast is way more easy to digest and I keep up with it more but um I think I remember seriously writing in a journal sometime around high school, i don't know like eleventh tenth grade, and just keeping notes to myself that i or like an idea or something. And I don't ever think I've written this idea down And I just want to keep it on record Um, And I'm too lazy to write it down Too lazy to write it down And I'm also too lazy to do the podcast So I'm thinking why don't I just stretch out this fucking idea While I, you know, get some podcasting done And just be a little bit more clear and concise about it I don't fucking know so I don't know. I I I've done over 300 episodes now and I don't think I've ever mentioned this and for some reason I think it's kind of important just to have in there like a little piece of the story whatever the story is but uh you know I talk a lot about like earliest memories and stuff like that and I just want to say that I don't I don't really think that my parents did a bad job at trying to instill religion in me. Um, I don't know what w- went wrong. But this particular night, I'm thinking of it. And I'm thinking school, public school is what is what kind of made me not so religious anymore. I'm still trying to figure out maybe the exact moment where I was like, but I'm, I'm, st- I'm starting to think it was school. Maybe around like middle school or something like that, but anyways um you know i I just remember my mom trying to make me well she she did she we she made me pray at the end of every day we didn't do it every day, but that's like the only thing that's kind of religious in me that I've participated in was like an actual like prayer and trying to mean it I remember being really young man, maybe like five five, six years old. And uh, I, w- I would pray every day about things that I'm thankful for. My mom would make me do that, I'd pray to God. And then sometimes it would, you know, she would try to like guide me through it. And then once I got to around like five or six, she was like, okay, well, you could just pray in your head about whatever you want and just remember you to do it every night. And to be fair, I don't do it every night. I don't keep up with it. And maybe that's something that I'm missing in my life a little bit. I need to just do a daily gratefulness check um and just just like meditating or something and that will help me feel better i don't know i'm not feeling bad but there's always room to do better um anyways i just remember one of my earliest memories dude i think i'm again five six years old i remember praying and uh thanking god for uh, discovering white gummy bears, bringing white gummy bears into my life. or I think I called them silver at the time. You know, when I was a kid, it was just the regular red, green, orange, yellow. And then I think somewhere down, or maybe purple, I don't know, somewhere down the mix, some random day, I was introduced to the pineapple. It's pineapple flavored. But at the time when I was a kid, I didn't know it was pineapple. It I thought it was banana, and I just I just thought it was the greatest thing in the world. At that time, it was the greatest thing in my life. It was you know I was just so I still remember being five years old and just being so fucking wowed about another color at that age. You know, it was just it was it was it was like discovering fire you know it's like the caveman discovering fucking fire and then i think later down the line i discovered blue and then i you know i got older i was like you could make a fucking you can make gummy bears any color <laughs> and um yeah man i don't know it was just magical it was just magical and uh It's important to me i don't know and i never wrote that down (laughs) and i just wanted to put that in now that i put that out there i feel good i feel like i i don't know man i feel like i let it go i feel like i just i don't know but it feels good feels good to get that down without writing it and just like having that memory on lock you know i'm almost 30 and i'm just I'm getting back into skateboarding I'm just thinking about, man, what if I smack my head one day and I forget all my jokes or something <laughs> you know and I think about this podcast I'm like, fuck dude, there's so much more that I have to say and what's important to me and I just you know I've just been fucking off a lot like I want I don't i I want to just Make it clear. And we're only 300 episodes in. And. I'm excited. You know. I really think. I mean. I try not to look too ahead. Or anything. But. I don't know. I have a little bit of hope. I'm trying. When I think about like. When I think about the world not ending. When I think about living a good long life. And maybe I'll be 90. 100 years old. And. Shit's still kind of the same, you know, no fucking asteroid hit us, no, it, it, we just keep progressing, and things are better, I just feel like, uh just feel like it, it's gonna be a a fun time, man, I think it, it'll really be a fun time, that's what I'm hoping for, that's really all I want, I want a fun time, and, and you know, of course it's, it might be a little bit emotional or whatever, but... You know, it could be a, a longtime listener. It could be somebody who's been here from the very beginning when we're on episode 3000. It could be just a new person just kind of like, you know, catching the fucking spark notes. People, you know, you never know. By the year 2060, people are just downloading information into their brain. You just get a fucking flash drive. You stick it in your fucking ear like a Q-tip flash drive. You stick it in your ear and you just boom, you just remember everything. All right. I'm trying to catch you guys in the morning I'm going to sleep And then maybe I'll write down my dream My phone's on like 10% or something Not write down my dream But log it Log my fucking dream And so And then maybe I don't know man I don't like the name suicide logs But There might be something to it There might be something to it And I don't want to fight it So We're just going to leave it alone well, I had a crazy morning. Um, don't worry; it's the next day. I didn't skimp out on y'all. But uh, my cat brought a fucking brought a fucking rat, well, a mouse into the house. A dead mouse. Uh, that's a first. Where he's brought a dead one. He's brought he's hunted an alive one before, but uh, this time he brought in a uh, uh, a dead rat. I don't know if it was already dead or he killed it himself. And I was fast asleep and my girl woke me up like, please wake up, please wake up. I thought I had to go fucking kill somebody. I, I rem I woke. I sprung out of bed so quick. I started bouncing on my toes like that was going to fucking do anything, dude. And um, it was either that or I thought one of the animals had died. I was so worried. But No. No, the animals brought in something dead. And I was praising my cat. I was like, good boy, you fucking... You got something. You fi- you did your fucking job. Um. And so I went to sleep. I went back to sleep maybe like an hour or so later after the whole debacle. And... Hold on. I'm putting socks on. And um, I had a dream. I know I told you guys... <laughs> I have a dream. I know I was going to tell you guys um what my dreams were and ironically, I went back to sleep after everything with the rat and I had a dream about fucking rats. I had a dream that uh I guess my house was it looked slightly different. In my dream it was sunny. I don't know. And there was like so the rat that my cat brought in was one of four. At least I think. And the, really what I went into my garage and there was like two big rats, like a big one, you know, two big rats. And then like another one, like one of its kids and my girl was gone. She went to work in the dream and, um, I was like scrambling. I almost like locked myself out of my house in my dream. And then, um, I started getting a BB gun and I hadn't pulled out the BB gun in a while. And so when I pulled it out, I was like, I need to put a fresh uh, CO2 cartridge in there. And just BBs were flying everywhere and everything. And I was just having the hardest time setting up this BB gun. I was, I was like, I'm going to get ready to kill these fucking rats. And, uh, and then I noticed there was a tunnel in my garage that led to my bedroom. In the dream, remember. And so I'm just freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, the rats are coming into the room. Then my dog was freaking out, and then people started coming up to my house. In the dream, I don't know. There's a lot going on while I'm just trying to fucking get some privacy so I could fucking execute some some rats. And um, what else? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's what happened. Um, and then I, I woke up. I never got to kill the rats. And it's just funny. It's just funny that you have a dream about something that had just happened. That's kind of crazy. And, um, yeah. It's feeling a little uh, emotional before I went to sleep, actually. You know, just just grateful for life and everything. Hello, buddy. How are we, King? Hi everyone. Hmm. How are we doing? Just saying good morning to everybody. Thank you again for killing the rat, okay? And uh what had happened? Let me turn this light on. Let me drink some water. Drink some water, drink some coffee. Gonna have that first sip feeling of water. Gotta drink a little bit of water before you start coffee. I think yesterday I started drinking straight coffee before I had water. Not good. Ah, yeah. That first sip feeling. I gotta charge my phone. Get this here. And so, um... I said something on record that was very important to me. What was that? I was talking about the fucking praying. Um, You know, I don't want nobody listening to this podcast and thinking um, my parents are bad parents or something when it came to in forms of like spirituality and and religious. Um, I think they they did a good job um, for at least when I was a child. And, um, it's not their fault. Nothing is their fault. I think it's the public school's fault. I think it's society's fault. It's not my parents' fault. <laughs> I just want them to know that. I feel like I, I feel like this sounds like I'm, like, setting up, like, a big manifesto or something. And if I do something horrible, people will listen to this and be like, See? He doesn't want to blame his parents. Nope. Just, I don't know. You know, I have loved ones. I have fans. I have, uh, friends and family. <laughs> Um, no matter what happens in my life, when I die, it will be sad and there will probably be people who want to look back on this. And that brings me to my next topic of uh, my love life, man. I think for for those of you who think you know me, you think um, that I'm pretty open about like my relationship and my private life and everything like that. And for the most part, I am. But I think the last, I don't know, five, six years, I've gotten a little bit more private about things. I just didn't want to be somebody who made, like, their relationship, their identity. That's just not me. I just wanted to be my own independent person. And, um, you know, sometimes I get a little jealous of, of the popularity that my my girlfriend fiance technically wife partner whatever um gets, you know, like one time I made a YouTube video of her you know, we were just having fun. This was like a throwaway thing that I had in my phone uh back from I think 2015 or 16 where we went out <laughs> And she got drunk and I put everything up on Snapchat and I just like, you know, saved all the Snapchat stories. And then like maybe like a year later, it's like, you know, this is kind of funny. I'm going to put it up. And then, so I put it up. It got like 50,000 views and just a bunch of perverts, you know, just a bunch of perverts. And, it, and I try, you know, I try to be resilient through it and all of that. And for the most part, I think I'm OK with it. But it does still kind of hurt my feelings. You know, it's still, you know, that's my girl. And, um, you know, I was watching Kill Tony the other day and Cam and Uncle Lazer were talking about this, uh, this guy who was threatening to kill himself, uh, because of his porn star daughter. And, uh, my girl was all like, really? Why would you kill yourself over, like, you know, your girl, your, your, your daughter doing porn? I was like, I could see it. You know, I could see it happening. It makes you feel like a failure as a father or something like that, you know? And, um... I don't know. When I guess sometimes in a way when my girl gets like attention and and I'm and I'm not saying this is a good thing for me. Um I think it's something that I'm working on and I try I, I don't really like to talk about it cuz I it's kind of embarrassing, I guess. Um Sometimes I fail as a partner or I feel like I fail as a partner if if I if I'm not giving my girl the attention that she needs or something. And if she gets it from other guys, if that makes sense, um, and sometimes to I feel like I do it out of spite. I think, like, first going into our relationship, or just even in general before I was even in a relationship, I never wanted to be, like, the clingy boyfriend or the, um, the jealous guy because I felt like that's a turn off, you know? Still do. Still think it is. Um, I just think over the years, my girl has gotten jealous over things. Hold on raise the volume here. My girl has... Hold on. Opening oatmeal. Sorry. Fucking shit. I fucking dropped oatmeal everywhere. Fuck. Hold on. This is fixable. This is fixable. Like my life. We got this. Okay. Oh. <laughs> So, what was I saying? Um jealousy, jealousy, yes. Um I feel like uh I feel like throughout the years my girl has gotten jealous of me. So sometimes that that would like really irritate me. That it, this is like really early in our relationship and then it I want to like spare the details a little bit. Um, just to save face or whatever, I don't, I don't even, I don't know, but, um, I think I shared it on the Jared Camacho podcast once where my, like, the only time my girl tried to, like, strike me was, um, you know, over jealousy, and that would really piss me off because in my, in my mind, I was always like, well, I'm being faithful, like, you could think whatever you want to think, but I know in my mind or I know in in you know I know I'm not doing anything wrong. And I always I stuck I stood my ground and I wouldn't surrender. And um I I don't want to sound like I'm complaining either. I don't know why why I'm even bringing this up. I'm just um it all wanted to say that I'm appreciative of my girl. That's what I wanted to start with. But I, there's things that I want to work on and things that I haven't been open about to just kind of give you perspective on, 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 on uh, relationships and things like that. It's a lot. I don't know if I chose the right time. I know when I went to bed, I wanted to cover this. And now that I'm awake, I'm like, fuck, I feel like I'm cramming this in. So, yeah, my girl would get jealous a lot early on and um i think it it sparked me to get jealous because I'm like well if you can get jealous then i i like you know the double standard and so i started doing that and then recently maybe like 2 years ago i did something and i was just like and she got jealous and i was just like over it and she was tripping You know, I remember she was like, are we going to be okay? You know, is our relationship in jeopardy? And I just remember just mindlessly playing video games, like just blank, just feeling numb to like, oh, my God, you're tripping, you know, you're like if I mean, this is of course, it's a big deal to you, you know, but it's not a big deal to me. So it just kind of made me be like, I don't know, you know, like maybe this isn't right or something. It was like one of the few times where I was just like, I kind of give up, you know, but I didn't like open my mouth. I didn't um, say anything. I was just I just let her be upset with what there was to be upset about. And then uh, that's why I never let it go. Like sometimes I bring it up because in that moment it meant so much to her. And I just knew that later on down the line, it wouldn't seem like such a big deal. And we'll just sweep it under the rug, but it's just something that I keep in my back, which is not good, which is not good. I'm saying it out loud to just help me realize it's not good to do that. Just let it go. And if my girl ever listens to this or something, I hope, you know, the the things that she will bring up with me, she can let go. And... You know, it's always it's always in relationships. You shouldn't be bringing up the past, especially if it's negative. You always just want to look back at the good things. You don't want to do it blindly, though. You don't want, you know, a girl or a guy that's beating your fucking ass 11 months out of the year and you have one good month for your fucking, not even your birthday month. It's just Christmas, you know? <laughs> so... Every, every relationship has problems, man. There's no such thing as a perfect relationship. And that's why I don't want to get the internet involved and stuff like that. I don't want people who don't really know the fucking context of everything to just try and be like, oh, they're perfect. They're, oh, they, they're fucking toxic. You know, I don't want people looking at my relationship under a microscope. But, and, and that's why I think Joe Rogan is kind of successful. Because, man, people don't even know what the bitch looks like. You know, he, keep, but then it's, it's to the point where I kind of think of it as like, God damn, Joe Rogan's got to be beating his, his wife's ass. There's got there's no way, you know? And so, I don't know. I want to like put it out there just a little bit, you know, just a little bit. So it doesn't seem like I'm fucking hiding anything, you know? I want people to know, cause I'm a normal guy. I'm not no fucking rich person that lives this lavish lifestyle i'm normal i'm middle class probably lower class i don't fucking know compared to like everybody else so that's why i feel feel like it's important to kind of talk about these things because it's it's regular people shit and and i think it's real advice it's real advice here from the fucking from the from 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 the from the war zone from the boots on the ground here we go that first sip feeling of coffee and maybe it'll help me get my fucking thoughts together man So I have a good life I was just um Derek the Destroyer Who's headlined ANTC once Um He's a very lonely guy Working on trying to get a podcast with him He's a very lonely guy I think he's like 45 and he's I wish I could read his Story word for word Um and I think I'm gonna do just that. If I could find it, director destroy. Uh, where is he? It's been seven years since I have been a comic, and it's been longer since I've been on a date. I've been rejected over two hundred times, probably in a row, and for seven years in a row, I haven't actually ate eight years no no dating no sex not even a compliment from a woman it's all good i feel positive some retarded filthy got the clap and herpes maybe even a peg leg will eventually fuck me or hold my hand look i just want a conversation with a woman who doesn't hate me but maybe a compliment If you're a woman and you look at my stories, why am I so unattractive and why do you hate me so much? I'm just curious. It's extremely hard to stay positive when your life is horrible. I can't believe my life was honestly better on heroin. That's insane to me. And I can't believe all women hate me. Loneliness is what makes people suicidal. Keyword: When you're all alone all the time, and you figure everybody hates you, it's just as logical to kill yourself. I'm not saying I'm going to. I'm just saying those are the thoughts that go in somebody's head who's alone all the time. And if you have a relationship, or you get the date, and you have friends or family, you'll never realize what that is. To all you people that actually have good lives, you can't give advice. So, I have a good life, I cannot give advice, that is very true. Um but I can feel for you. And um you know I get a little lonely sometimes just in my head and and it's true. I have I have a good life. I have friends and family, which is sometimes why I don't do comedy as much because I have a good life. Like literally So here's something I'm I'm actually not supposed to talk about this because it's something um Uh, I don't know when I'm allowed to talk about this, but I'm going through something and we'll figure it out maybe within the next two, three months. And, um, you know, I I wanted to, um, I don't know, man, but this thing, this situation has just kind of gotten me appreciating life a lot more. And, um, Just everything, man. Just everything. And I'm just trying to live in the moment more. And I feel like comedy isn't really living in the moment for me. I'm coming up with a lot of jokes. I'm writing things down. But it's... I'm just at that level where I'm monologuing and I'm not comfortable and stuff. And it's not important. Comedy will always be there. And sometimes I just think I'll start doing comedy in dark times of my life. And, um, I don't know. I'm really happy right now, though. I don't want to, I know this sounds kind of like sad, how well, I'm sounding, but I just, you know, nothing is promised. That's it. Nothing is promised. And, um, I'm just trying to appreciate every day logically, you know, it's not like the world's going to end. It could end any day now, but statistically, if for every day of my life when I wake up, we're still here. So, um, so I'm doing skateboarding. You know, I've got a, I'm already 29 years old. Um, my body is not able to withstand skateboarding as much as it would when I was younger, and I, I have a small window to really uh i guess with my goals though when i'm 40 or something i i just want to be doing switch tricks i just want to have a good bag of flip tricks that i can do you know and a couple of grinds low impact stuff so i think i might have a long journey with skateboarding if i'm smart about it um it's even hard to kind of like record myself skateboarding sometimes because I'm, i'm focused on the camera when the cameras are off. So I'm trying to just like skateboard without a camera because one I'm not good at all. If you want to see good skateboarding, you can just YouTube a bunch of other people. So I kind of just treat it as like, you know, something for me mentally. And it, and it helps my mental health. It helps me clear my mind, it helps me get off my fucking phone. It helps me get off the couch. It helps me Get up and exercise, you know, as long as I don't get injured, it's everything is positive for me. You know, trying to do a trick and just getting that that feeling of accomplishment of like, fuck, I've been trying to do a kickflip and I finally landed it after fucking 30 tries. You know, that feels so much better than having a bunch of strangers laugh at a joke that I came up with, at least right now. And so um, But anyways, I kind of started getting off track with what I was talking about with relationships and stuff. I mean, I started this podcast having a good life. And I'm still having a good life. And I really hope it just continues to be a good life. And, um, and, and, And I just want this podcast to know that I'm grateful for everything that's been thrown my way. Um And I don't know This episode just want to kind of highlight My parents Especially my mom instilling the praying In me And I'm going to try to pray more You know Not specifically You know like in a Jewish way Or Catholic way or anything But just you know have some Have some gratefulness before I go to bed Think about positive things And I think that could be really powerful Um And, um, I'm thankful for my girl. I really am. She does a lot for me. She really does. Um, I don't know where I'd be without her, you know? Uh, we're, com- we're coming up on 10 years, man. 10 years, and it's it's been a ride, man. I, I wouldn't take anything back, um... And, uh, you know, we're doing our best here She learned how to make French toast the other day So she's made me French toast for three days in a row Today might be four days in a row We might make some French toast on sourdough bread Um, That kind of stuff just makes me really happy And I think a lot of the reasons why people do something like stand-up comedy Or get into, like Performing arts, entertaining, entertainment, rapping, whatever. It's a, a, not everybody, but I think generally a lot of people do those kind of things because of loneliness, and they're just hoping that you know their their talents will get will find them a family and find them true happiness. Not you know, maybe they they've got this fantasy that they're they're gonna meet a girl or a guy that's a stranger one day you make them laugh and then they and then it's happily ever after and um i think i've been living happily ever after for the past 10 years i really have and um the truth is there is no such thing as happily ever after um it it keeps going you know you're happy and then boom somebody gets jealous and then you're happy again and then, um, boom, you're you're arguing about... I don't know, get this fucking dead rat out of the house, you know <laughs> mm. um. But life is good, man. Life is good. Um. And you know, for those of you who don't feel like life is good for you. Just keep getting out of your circle, man. Just keep um, keep getting out of your, your comfort zone and distract yourself. Find something to distract yourself with. Get off that fucking internet, dude. Get off that fucking Reddit. That shit is poison, you know? Get the information you need on why you're there in the first place. Read a little bit of news. You know? But just... Go out, like, do something that'll, like, get you focused on something for an hour. You know, working out, people do that. People like to fucking, that's a big thing now, get into baking. I don't fucking know. People just have their things. My thing is podcasting, skateboarding, and and stand-up comedy. That's it, man. That's it. I got, I'm trying to keep it more simple. I'm trying to just keep it to skateboarding and, um. I feel like this podcast is good for my mental and yeah, man, you guys, you guys have a good one, man. I think I got to get out of here soon. So, uh, much love, man, much love. Uh, I've got a couple of comedians that I'm trying to get on this podcast. Um, but right now I just, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm not in a rush. I'm sitting back. And I'm trying to, um, and I'm trying to just enjoy myself, man. I just got to work today, and then I got a couple of days off, and I'm so excited to finally get to skating tomorrow. Um, and that's it, man. Just, re- just really want to go skating. That's all that's on my mind. It's so dumb. I just don't want to get hurt. I just, you know, I want to be at my abilities and slowly rise. Uh, because I am a safe, responsible adult and I literally cannot afford to break an ankle or anything. Alright, see you guys later. Bye. Hey, hey. Um, I know I said bye. It probably seemed like I was saying goodbye. But I, I, I don't know why I said bye like that. I just, uh, I knew I was going to come back and do another podcast. Um, hold on, I'm leaving... God, I'm about to complain. I know I just spent, like, eight minutes or whatever the last episode praising my girl and everything, but, you know, she's still a girl. And one thing that girls do is that they fucking can't drive, dude. They can't park. and I'm taking her car, not complaining, but I'm taking her car. And uh, it's just, it's, come on, man. It's just you show her how to park you know when you park into a spot that you have to be a little bit more precise with you have to you know go out a lot you have to i don't even know how to explain it with words but when i'm driving i show her I'm like this is how you park you know i show her how to park and then um and then she just forgets you know and it gets me mad. It get, I Like, not even just with her, just people in general. I get mad when you show them how to do something and then they don't do it. And I just see that as, like, a sign of disrespect. Like, you just weren't respecting, like, the lessons that I was giving you. You know what I mean? I'll put this here. Whatever. I'm just having an attitude. I know I was trying to be super grateful and everything this episode at the beginning, but... You know, they say everything happens for a reason, so maybe there's a reason why I'm ending this on a shitty note. I don't know. I woke up today, and I'm fucking upset. I was doing good, but then something happened, which is other shit that I can't really talk about. I feel like it breaks HIPAA violation or whatever. Has to do with, like, work. Literally has to do with work. And uh, I'm just upset. I'm just upset. Um, I'm having a bad attitude, so now I'm driving to the skate park, and... I'm going to try and, like, just just get that attitude out of me and just be a little bit more happy. And uh, her car needs gas. I'm going to give her gas, even though she doesn't know how to fucking park. <sighs> you know? That's a hooker for sure. That looks like a hooker. Is that a hooker? I've been seeing a lot of hookers around lately where I live, and I don't know for sure if they're hookers. I don't know if I'm just, you know... General making generalizations, but they, they, they look like hookers, you know. And and you know, earlier a couple minutes ago, I think I was saying, I don't know what I do without my girl, you know, I don't know what she does a lot for me and stuff like that. And I think one of the things that I would do, I'm not proud of this, I'm, de- I'm definitely ashamed of this, but I'm not afraid to admit uh, how I, I think I'd buy a hooker if I was a uh, single. For 10 years and just wasn't, you know, it wasn't where I definitely, I've never been to a strip club. I think I've told this pod, I think I told the podcast this, I've never been to a strip club. And it's whatever, you know, it's kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, it seems like an experiment, uh, experience that I'm missing out on or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, if I really wanted to go to the strip club, I'd go to the strip club, you know? And maybe if I was single, I'd have more incentive to go to the strip club but it's like, it's not even that. I don't know. I've talked to my buddy a couple of times. He's been to the strip club and it's just like, it just seems fake, you know? And maybe you just leave the strip club feeling a little bit more upset with yourself, spending that money. It just seems more logical to jack off. Just watch porn. It's free. You know, I don't think you can jack off at the strip club. I don't, I don't, I don't know. People go to those, like, massage places to get fucked by Chinese people, and, uh, I understand it. I understand why you would like it. There's a comedian, I think, Julian LaCrosse, he had a big sex addiction, and he was talking about, there's a lot of places, I don't know, it's been about, it's been about 10-15 years since I've hit these spots, but I guess there's, like, a lot of, like, brothel houses or whatever in the Bay Area. And, uh, there's a place that I used to work by, actually, that was kind of suspect. And they were, they were other, uh, I worked near, like, a dentistry, and the ladies at the dentistry were like, hey, do you know about this, like, massage place? Like, it's a lot of construction workers that be coming in here, and they leave really happy. And so I was just thinking about that. And, um, you know, I under, I mean, it's illegal, first of all, that's the risk, I guess. But I feel like the the uh, 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 the people who t- partake, the customers, aren't the ones that get in as much trouble as the uh, people running the business, running the illegal business. What am I talking about? That's just where my mind goes. I didn't want to talk about that, but it's just it's just coming out. What did I want to talk about? Just not feeling good, man. Just not feeling good. Um. You know, I was on a streak. I was feeling pretty good lately. But right now, you know, I still feel good. It's just just right now, it, 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 it will pass. It will pass. And this podcast is a little, about, a little bit about learning how to accept things. And um, maybe I need to pray more. You know, like I said earlier, maybe I'd, I didn't really pray last night. So, what I'm feeling right now I'm just feeling a lot of angst I'm feeling a lot of unsureness I'm feeling a lot of (coughs) I'm feeling a lot of um, just like anger I don't know where this anger is coming from I'm really trying hard to to, to, to see where it's coming from. I don't know. My girl kind of pissed me off, not with her parking, just in general, you know, she's just, I told her she's given bad energy and I just had to leave. Um, but I wanted to skate. Today is the only day where it's not going to be raining for like the next three days. So I really wanted to skate and uh, nothing's stopping me. You know, I don't care good mood or bad mood. I am going to skate. So today this is what I'm what I'm gonna do but it's just kind of like irritating me that uh, I'm in a bad mood and so I'm just hoping that the skating will will make me feel good and I hope I'm not I'm not just like angry skating you know and it's something that I've been looking forward to for a really long time about really long time I'm talking about like what four four days I haven't like been to the skate park in four days and uh haven't really you know every time I skate it's just like less than less than 10 minutes just just being on the board attempting I landed a one-footed kickflip yesterday and today I don't even want to try and battle kickflips you know unless <clears throat> I make an attempt and it's really close and then boom it begins I'm like oh I'm so close to landing it <coughs> but I want to I want to attempt uh, some front side shove because I've never really landed those I was looking at like old videos of myself I landed a fakie front side shove it uh, it's like the only one I've ever gotten on film. And I want to I wanna start filming more a little bit, but it's like... Uh, it's not important. I don't want to get distracted with the camera and stuff. And my camera only has like 15 minutes of battery left on it. And so, yeah, I have my phone, but just not really interested. And, um, you know... I just want to get out there and clear my mind. I feel like, it smells like I ran over a fucking skunk right now. And, uh, you know, I didn't really smoke or anything. I feel like skateboarding in general is a high in itself when I feel like I'm getting there, getting the blood flowing. And so when I smoke, it just totally kind of kills my motivation to skate or like it throws my balance off. And now I'm just like fighting to feel normal because I already skate not that well when i'm when i'm normal and that's a thing that most skaters have at least skateboarders they're always unsatisfied with themselves and and to to me these people who are like really good you know they'll like land a hard flip or something and they'll be they'll be like oh that was fucking ugly and i'll be like dude that was a hard flip you landed a hard flip and when i say hard flip that's actually the name of a trick for those of you who don't skate which is probably like 90% of this, the podcast listeners. I'm definitely like, I think the ranking of things that I'm good at with like my hobbies, I think, uh, I think it goes number one comedy and I'm not, (laughs) I'm not trying to say I'm hella good. I'm a white belt at all of these things, but if there's anything that I'm close to, like I have the most stripes in on my white belt, I think I'm, I think I'm built for comedy a little bit more I think I'm a little bit better at that And that's including podcasting So like podcasting and doing comedy and stuff like that I think I'm, I'm good at that That's number one of all of my Quote unquote talents or hobbies Number two would probably be Fighting and martial arts And stuff like that I think I know what they and Again, not hella good Just for myself Ranking things that I'm skilled at Number Number three would be skateboarding And number four, like the worst thing would be uh, 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 the guitar. I'm like really bad at the guitar. The guitar is the thing that I'm the worst at. Or just music in general. But most definitely the guitar. Because I had only been doing it, damn, I'm like, it's like three years of doing it, but I've been taking a break. I don't touch it as much. I love seeing the progression and stuff like that. But um, right now skateboarding Is something where I feel like I'm kind of good at it. it It's a little bit more dangerous I hurt myself out of everything But It just it just feels right I don't know how else to say It just feels good It's good exercise You could get hurt with doing martial arts And working out and stuff like that and hitting the bag and doing tricks But not as much I don't think Less of a chance of you busting your ass especially if you're like not really sparring i haven't sparred in like actually punching and kicking probably like over a year or something like that i did a, I did some jiu-jitsu i did some rolling which is like my worst um worst skill set when it comes to martial arts and uh yeah just got kind of fucking ragdolled around it's good to get ragdolled around, you know? The more you get ragdolled around, maybe, uh... What was I saying? You could get hurt getting ragdolled... God, we go from fucking prostitutes getting ragdolled by other men. Some people think, like, skateboarding and shit like that's pretty gay, but, um... I think fighting's pretty gay. I like, getting into martial arts, you know? You're just around a bunch of fucking men. There's not really many girls that are into that or want to do it. <clears throat> But skating can be looked at as gay as well Whatever man, you could be gay You know what I mean when I say gay Not like homosexual You know, just kind of like It's a better way It's 2024, I should probably change my words And not call things gay In a negative way Uh I just don't like gay <laughs> I just don't like gay I don't want to be gay I'm not a fan of gay stuff and uh and that's it I. I uh, but I like gay things you know what I mean I don't know I don't know I know I want to be a guy I know I want to be a guy, but I do sometimes realize it sucks being a guy. But I'm not gonna give up and go trans like that. There was a guy on Kill Tony not too long ago who's a guy turning into a woman. Oh, and there's a police officer behind me. Let's see what's going on. Let's see if I get pulled over for something ridiculous. I'm about to get pulled over Holy shit They're not flashing the lights or anything Maybe they're just gonna I mean they know I can't get out So maybe they're gonna park next to me or something I have no drugs I have no weapons on me So Oh look they're going away They don't care Cool Cool Dude my heart started pumping man That shit gave me anxiety Seriously For real Seriously <clears throat> well whatever. Oh, man. I remember I got pulled over once for running the stop sign like two years ago I podcast about it and I just had like I almost started crying in front of the in front of the officer. I was like, can't you just give me a warning? I gotta go though, I'm at the skate park, so uh I'll see you guys later. Bye.